Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. This is The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien and myself here to talk investing, finance, and retirement. And this is the year is our yeah. conversation. Yeah, welcome piece. 2021. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> I guess resolutions is going to be our topic of conversation, financially speaking, I suppose. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. the topic of our conversation today. But yeah, as you said, it's 2021. We are back with a new podcast uh, for the new year. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm uh, I'm just as excited as everyone else that 2020 is over. So, uh, you know, right. nothing changed though January 1st, like I was thinking. Exactly. So. <laughs> I, sp- I spent a good chunk of December on various shows saying, let's set, you know, just like we talk about with, you know, retirement planning and working yeah. with advisors, let's set some proper expectations as to how we want that to go and what we expect <laughs> in the relationship. That's I said right. the same thing about 2021 coming in. Let's set some fair expectations. Mm-hmm. Let's not falsely judge this whole year off the fact that it's not going to be like a hard switch, right? You know, going into January. And so far, I've seen many, many folks on uh, various various social feeds and things that I'm on. That January is not off to a great start, you know. And it's like so kind of should have expected that a little bit. But I know I think Tennessee got the has the highest numbers in the country now. So right, for I mean, COVID cases, see so. that coming, right? <laughs> no, so right. expectations yeah. that you know going to still be some rough patches, but. Yeah. Yeah. Have optimism that the you've got a whole year, a lot of at this point at the time we're taping this, you still got about 360 days uh, of <laughs> 2021 right. to yeah, uh, to find right. the positives and, and look for the pluses, right? That's right. That's yeah, the that's idea, right. anyway. So we're going to talk about that from a financial standpoint because. Nathan, are you a resolutions kind of guy? Do you do that? I typically do that. I did not this year. Really? Um, that was one thing, you know, that different. I just really didn't set any resolutions okay. this year. And, um, you know, I know, you know, just, I don't know, a lot of things, a lot, you had a lot of time to reflect on stuff last year. So right. just, you know, I was kind of already in that mindset anyway for things that I wanted to improve on and mm-hmm. all of that. So I didn't really set anything new for this year. Okay. So all right. um, I feel like I'm a slacker. You uh, know? <laughs> well, you are a slacker, but that's okay. <laughs> that's <right. Yeah. laughs> but a lot of people do like to set resolutions. And typically yeah, the three things that are most of the time on those wish lists of resolutions are eating better, mm-hmm. uh, going to the gym, getting healthier yeah, or exercising, right. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, and then financials, you know, finances, yeah, you know, doing right. something with their money. Yeah. So uh, that, uh, to title this, we're calling it, this is the year, no matter what, we're going to get some things done financially. Yeah. And a lot of people, again, tend to do that. They, they use these early months to say, yes, I'm going to, you know, brand new day. I'm going to Right. Go at it, you know, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But we try to talk about this stuff all year long for those other slackers <laughs> like yourself <laughs> uh, right. to say, you know, it's okay yeah. as long as you get it done, as long as you take some action. But in the, in the, I guess, the vein or the spirit of New Year's resolutions, let's talk about some things to do here early in this first quarter of the new year. First thing would be, and this might be a little more outside the norm, Nathan, I've got two things on here that folks might hear this and go, well, no, I don't want to deal with that. That's why I'm hiring an advisor. And good, good for you. <laughs> we want you to work with an advisor. Uh, we feel that's a good way to go. But if you're not, still have a working knowledge of some of this new legislation that's going on, Nathan, because yeah, it is going to affect you. It is going to cost us 
you know, uh, stimulus packages and so on and so forth. It is. Yeah. That's the thing is everybody, you know, even last year when these were, were happening, I mean, it's needed, I think, but there's a cost to that. So, you know, all of these stimulus packages and plans, you know, that's going to either, I mean, it's going to have to raise taxes. We've been talking about that. So it's going to have to raise taxes, you know, or, or they're going to cut spending one or the other. We know they're not going to cut spending. So, you know, it's, there's, it's always important to stay on top of the new legislation that comes out. There's probably going to be, because we're having an administration change this year, president, new president, and also, uh, you know, there's going to be potentially some other changes. So um, with those changes, there's going to be some major law changes as well, and typically the tax laws and things like that. So as those things change, just make sure that you stay on top of that. And you don't have to be the expert on it. Talk to your financial advisor, talk to your accountant about those things, and just make sure that you plan for the new legislation that's going to pass. And just, yeah, a bit of a familiarization so that you can at least ask, you know, how your advisor is compensating for whatever. Are you taking yeah. this into account? How are you dealing with this? That's right. How are you dealing, how are with, we exactly. dealing with this with how are my we, plan? That's so, a great way of putting yeah. it. I like that. How yeah. are we dealing with it? Yeah. Uh, that's a good way to go. So again, and then that then really the nuts and bolts becomes on the advisor to kind of help you through those other pieces. And the same thing with the old. You kind of touched on that. We won't spend too much time there. But, you know, whether it was the SECURE Act, uh, which, you know, really was a big deal when it, it went was. through. And, you know, I, I, there's a little virus. I don't know if you've heard about it or not, but it kind of took the spotlight took last the spotlight, year. So, and then the yeah. CARES Act kind of <laughs> yeah. just said, well, whatever, we're just going to like kind of negate all this for right now. But <laughs> there's really no talk about that moving forward. So some of the things like RMDs, for example, you know, with the SECURE Act, right. Nathan, they went to right. 72. Yeah, they did. They um, did. And stretch hour raise. And stretch hour raise, issued The the major changes with those. And so they were, you know, there's there's some big planning issues that you really, if you didn't, maybe you didn't feel comfortable addressing that last year. You mm-hmm. didn't feel comfortable talking well, to your advisor or whatever. Well, and you didn't have to because they waived it. That's right. right. No, that's right. So yeah. you didn't have to do those things, but now is the time. You know, this is the year that you need to be on the phone at minimum and, you know, addressing this in your plan and making sure that you plan for these things. The stretch IRA thing is huge. Mm-hmm. The the uh, RMD at 72, not a big deal unless you were planning on that for well, income, I was, which I was is sometimes ask the case. You, if you're turning 72 this year, let's say in 2021, uh, yeah. as of right now, it's back on, right? So you it do is, need to right make now. sure you're doing it. You do make right. sure you're planning for it, correct? Yeah, but you don't have to do it until December 31st of this year. So, so you do have time. Uh, you do right. have time. Yeah, you've got the entire year and, and to take care of that. And they may turn around and wave it they again. May. We just they don't know. May. Yeah, I, I doubt it. But it do, it just depends on what kind of happens with the virus. I think, you know, as time goes, we'll see. Yeah. You know, we'll see yeah. what happens. But they may wave it again. I, I don't know. Okay. You know, that's gotcha. a that's a big revenue for the government. That's why they do it anyway, requiring you to take that distribution <laughs> right, out. So yeah. I don't know if they can push it for two They may not. Yeah, to the, our point about the stimulus packages. Right. right. They may right. be like, look, we need somebody. Yeah. I saw a, I saw <laughs> a right. funny meme. Somebody put it out and it started going around and it said, hey, got my $600 today. I wanted, just wanted to post to put this post up to say thank you to my future grandkids because they're going to be paying for it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's right. (laughs) That's right. It's good to it's good to remember that somebody's paying for it. They are. The government generates nothing. It's it's we that provide that. So they didn't just print it and and send it to us, right? And then say and just say, hey, here's some free money. That's right. Uh, I saw another one that was pretty funny too, and it said, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, you're taxed at 22%, whatever your bracket is, right? You know, mm-hmm. you're paying 22% right. in on taxes. 
and then they make you feel bad about giving you back six hundred dollars of your own money, <laughs> you know. And it's like it is our money that it's coming back to us, right? You <laughs> that's know? right. So, yeah, that's right. That's an argument for another conversation, and we can get into the whole, you know, this, that, the other. But it's something to just kind of ponder when you're thinking about the fact that these legislations may have an impact and will have an impact really on your retirement plans in the future. Yeah. Uh, but more to the norms now, outside of some of the things that COVID has caused or, or brought up. Let's talk about a few other basics that go along with it, no matter what year it is. Uh, it's a good idea to gather some tax documents. We we tend to think yeah, about it. seems this. like we just got through with that, didn't we? I mean, because they extended because of the middle it so of the far. Year, yeah. That's a good point. So, I totally forgot yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how the brain yeah. does that, right? Oh, I know. I know. Just a normal routine. You just get throws it out the window when, yeah. you, when they change it like they did this last year. But, you know, so far, everything's still on track for April 15th. And, okay. Um, you know, so definitely be getting things together. I know with, you know, investors, most of the listeners are in, that we have are investors. And so, you know, it's a big deal. You start getting all these documents in from your companies, right. from your investment companies, and you're, you're excited to get that return or whatever, you know, or, you know, excited to pay in, which is what I typically do. So anyway, we, we do that and, and get this back and, Sometimes people rush into it is what I'm trying to say. Okay. okay? So if you have an investment account um, that's not an IRA or not a Roth or something along those lines, if you have a quali- or non-qualified investment account, which is a regular brokerage account, then that can the companies can send you some information in March even. Okay. So don't file too early. Don't jump out there ahead of time. Don't you know try to get ahead of everyone else and get your taxes filed if you have those type of investment accounts. So make mm. sure that you wait because sometimes they do uh, have changes or whatever, and they'll send those to you that first week of March. Okay. So don't rush into that. Good point. And if you're whether you're old school and you've got paper or you've digital, make some folders, right? Make yourself a little yeah. uh, paper folder, put the stuff in it. You know, all throughout the year, my wife that's does right. this. I think it's a good idea. Really? That's good. She'll, you know, she's got a little folder and when something happens, she puts it in the folder so that she has it come, you know, come tax season, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, versus just waiting. Because what happens, right, is we throw it in this drawer and we throw that's it in right. that drawer and we put it over here and then yep. in January, February, March, you we're going, where the hell's it at, right? Where, you know, right. or you put it in your suit super secret place. Yeah. And what yeah. happens with your super secret place? It gets lost. It's yeah. so super secret that you <laughs> forgot where it is. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. So it's, that's my father used to do that, okay. you know, yeah. and, and he would keep everything like that. And so we, we keep so many records with the office and everything that it's easy for us to keep everything together. So I don't have to do that personally or through the office, right, but, right. but, uh, but definitely for individuals, that's a great idea. And to keep that, you know, keep that in a separate folder in your file cabinet where you know what it is yep. all the time, easy to access. You can throw stuff Just in there throw that's stuff in throughout the idea. year. Yeah. And then you also make yourself a digital one because yeah. we do so much stuff digitally to Nathan's point. They start sending you these things. We get all this stuff in the emails. So just yeah. make a digital folder in your, whether if you're using uh, you know, Google mail or outlook or whatever, create a little folder, call it taxes, you know, label it the year. And instead of just messing with it, when something comes in, just drop it over there. And then that way, when it comes time to open it up and take it to your CPA or whatever the case is, bada boom, you got it all. So that's right. easy stuff. That's all right. right. Yeah. New income levels. Now this might sound a little strange, but at the beginning of the year, we typically try to adjust to that because often we will see some sort of maybe bonus or uh, yeah, maybe cost of raises, living adjustments, cost of living or, adjustments yeah. right? All that's that stuff right. happens. And many people are like, well, 2020, you know, what happened? Well, yes, for a lot of folks, 2020 was very strange in another way too. And, and I don't know how many people might've saw this, but we had obviously a lot of people who 
you know, lost their jobs. It, it affected yeah. certain sectors much it more did. than others. It did. That's what I was going to mention. But financially, a lot of people also did really, really well yeah. in 2020. Yeah. And not just like, right. you know, Bezos and like the big tech people. I know many, many, many uh, regular folks who actually had their best financial year in 2020. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. Lots of small businesses did really good. And it was just different sectors, you know, sectors and were, really, yeah, yeah of exactly. the market that, you know, retail mainly was the, was the ones that were struggling the most. And so uh, that, you know, ended up being a good year for a lot of people, yeah. for a lot of businesses. And so, yeah, the, you're adjusting to those new income levels and it may be positive income or it may be negative depending right. on the business. So you're still having to adjust and you can't just put your head in the sand and say, well, you know, I'll deal with that later. You've got to budget. You've got to yeah. make sure that those things are, are lined up and you don't spend more than you have, whether it's whether you've got a raise or whether your income has declined, you always have to budget and make sure that you're staying on track with exactly. that. So adjust to those new income levels for the year. Yeah, big whether it's big companies or small companies, I, I've seen it across in various you know spectrums. My wife works for a really, really large conglomerate. Early in the year when the pandemic started really rolling, they suspended all raises. They actually, you know, took a, you know, instead of laying people off, they actually, you know, just cut their salary by a certain percentage, you know, to try to keep everybody employed and all that stuff. But then as the year wore on and they began to figure things out by the fourth quarter, things were sort of back to normal. They, their mm-hmm. numbers were looking good. And so she's actually looking at a, a small, but still she's getting a small little, uh, you know, 2020 bonus check in the first quarter of you know 2021. And so many yeah. people are in that same similar boat. Maybe it's not as much as you normally get, whatever the case might have been, but there's still lots of little things like that that can come in. So make sure, to Nathan's point, you are accounting for it. Well, and I think, too, you know, a lot of companies are just sitting on cash because they don't know. You know, they don't know what's going to happen. So if, you, if you're if you not in line for that bonus, yeah. it's, it's probably coming or that raise, it's probably yeah. coming. They're just, your company's trying to figure out and make sure they've got mm-hmm. enough to make it through in case something happens again. You and know? interestingly so, enough, I saw uh, a lot of companies actually did increase their bottom line as the year went along because they started downsizing the actual uh, physical space because they were yeah. transitioning oh, so many yeah. people to working from home. Definitely. And they wound up saying embracing that and they even let some locations and, you know, office complexes, things like that go. And so they actually improved their bottom line yeah. because they're no longer paying for space. No, so, right. you know, right. everybody's adapting and, and learn, you know, how to kind of live in this, uh, this COVID world. So that's some other things to think about on our, uh, no matter what, we're going to get our finances going in the right direction this year. Final bit, Nathan, and we'll wrap it up, is really just assess your overall retirement health. That's typically our demographic anyway, is retirees is. and pre-retirees. Yeah. yeah. Base yeah, it on what you want. Like, what do you want it to look like? Still keep that in the right. forefront. That's got to always be the goal. So you're always working toward that. You just adjust every year. That's why it's that's why it's planning and not a plan. You know, it's planning, <laughs> something that yeah. you do over time. So you've got to continue doing that and and meeting with your advisor, reviewing your plan, making sure that things are on track. And you know, when you have years like last year, I had a lot of clients at the first of last year say, "Hey, let's you know, we were going to buy this boat. Let's not do that." Let's just wait on that. Or mm-hmm. we were going to go on this vacation. Of course, we're not doing that now, you know, right. all that kind of stuff. So there's, you know, people would adjust every year. So that really what I found is that even though the market was down, people adjusted spending down because they couldn't travel. They couldn't, they didn't want to go out and do things like they did. So 
the spending levels were down for the most part across the board with all, with almost all of our clients. And so, yeah. um, you know, that really helped when the market was down, you know, middle of the year. Of course, the markets ended up being up for the year. Almost every asset class was up. So, right. of course, we couldn't see that. We right. didn't know that back in March or April last no, year. The world was, was coming the, yeah, to an end. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so, you know, you've always got to be proactive about it. Make sure that you're taking some actions every single year, reviewing your plan, making sure that you're on track to meet your goals. All right. Well, there you go, folks. So there's some things to think about. If you've got finances on your New Year's resolution, if you're already working with Nathan, you probably don't need to do very much. But if you do have some questions, you can reach out to him, of course, as always. But if you're not, maybe you know somebody who uh, needs to get off their duff and get some things done. Do us a favor. Share the podcast with them. Uh, let them know to go to the financialanswer.com. You can, you know, there's lots of ways there at the site. You can send it a text message. You can do the little share thing and send it to them on Facebook or whatever the case might be. Uh, but let somebody know if they uh, might need to hear that message. And if you haven't subscribed yet to the show, make sure you do so. Uh, he sends this out various ways. So you might have gotten this uh, in a newsletter blast or something like that. Either way, all of it can be found at thefinancialanswer.com. You can subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, you know, so on and so forth. Whatever the case is, we got lots of ways for you to get in contact. And as always, if you have questions or need help before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional like Nathan O'Brien, who is an RIA, a registered investment advisor, as well as a chartered retirement planning counselor. So give him a call, 855-51-COACH, 855-51-COACH, before you take that action or go to the Financial Answer. Dot com. All right, my friend, I'm going to let you go this week. All Thank right. you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. I hope you have a Thank good one. You. Yeah, have a good year. We'll talk to you. Yeah, well, well I'll right. talk to you. It'll be great. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll talk to you That's in a couple right. of weeks. We'll do it all again. Sounds good. We'll see you next time, folks, see here you. on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.